Let's get some understanding about an often misunderstood holiday. Juneteenth. Let's get some understanding about that, y'all. So uh, if you don't know what Juneteenth is or you don't know why you should celebrate it, then you need to stick around because that's what we're talking about in this episode. Yes. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today is part two of our Misunderstood series. Yeah, we got a whole series going, y'all, about being misunderstood. First, we're going to do the Miseducation Lauren Hill. And no, we're not. Then we're going to do the artist known as Pink or I can't remember her full name. Alicia. Alicia. Something or other. I don't know. If you know her full name, go ahead and send it to us. (laughs) We just spaced out. We're obviously not on like that close to terms with her yet. (laughs) We only know her first name. I don't really know her her, her last name. Yeah, we're not. We don't send each other Christmas cards yet. (laughs) Um, So anyway, we're talking about uh, misunderstood things, specifically Bible verses, but also this misunderstood holiday, Juneteenth. Yes. So um, first, I just want to ask if anybody in the class knows why September 22nd, 1862 is significant in American history. Anybody? I do. That's when um, Dr. Dre's The Chronic dropped. I'm pretty sure the first, wasn't that? That's the episode, folks. We're <laughs> done. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. He knew. Yeah. Um, no, actually, I because I did the Google. Um, <laughs> no, it's not significant. <laughs> no, but I, I know why that date is even a thing. But it's not significant. That's what I'm it's saying. It's not significant. Because nobody is, really knows. You're right, everyone. Those of you who said the right answer, it's not significant. <laughs> That's why I don't know September why 22nd. it's significant. No, this is what happened on <laughs> September 22nd, though. The Emancipation Proclamation was signed. And you know what that did for the slaves? That actually sounded like a rap album. It does. Or it's a rapper. <laughs> the Emancipator Proclamator <laughs> was signed to Death Row Records. <laughs> anyway, do you know what that actually did, though? September 22nd. 1862. Do you know what happened when the slaves heard that the Emancipation Proclamation was signed? Everybody let them go free and America was better because of it. That's exactly what didn't happen. Oh. No. What what (laughs) happened was nothing because the Emancipation Proclamation freed no one. Mm -hmm. It freed Mm -hmm. slaves Mm -hmm. in Confederate states who weren't listening to the Union anyway. And And who couldn't read. Well, the slaveholders weren't going to let them go because they're like, listen, we're part of the Confederacy, so why would we care? And then border states who are like still independent and like, yeah, we're kind of with the Union, but you know, you know. They're like, you know what, you guys can keep your slaves. That's fine. Mm. And so the Emancipation Proclamation didn't really do a ton, which is why we don't celebrate September 22nd. Yes. As anything. Again, going back to the original question and answer (laughs) it's not significant because if it was significant every september 22nd we would celebrate something in this country we would say ah it's september 22nd it's emancipation day don't forget mark your calendars and make sure nobody has to go to school or work and no mail is delivered no not a thing we don't do that because that date is not actually everybody knows that date is not actually significant yeah Unless if that's your birthday, though, and you're like really mad at us. It's totally significant. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday on September 22nd. Amazing. Or if happens. you were married on that day yeah. or, you know, something, something significant happened crazy. to you. In your personal life Probably happened. shouldn't paint broad strokes like that. You just Nick. said it was like super insignificant. Anyway, <laughs> um, so let's talk about Juneteenth. So Juneteenth yes. is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States. Break that down for those of us who don't speak that type of English. So June 19th, 1865 is when, um, oh, General Gordon, that's his first name, 
Gordon Granger. Ramsey? Gordon Granger. Uh, <laughs> got to Galveston, Texas, and he announced uh, General Order 3 that said all slaves were officially free, right? Mm. The Civil War was over months before that. Uh, technically, the Emancipation Proclamation freed slaves years before that, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until the Union soldiers actually rode into Confederate territory, into the middle of Texas, well, kind of like the side of Texas, anyway, <laughs> rode into Texas and said, hey, let them go. Like, st- they, they don't work they for you They done anymore. been free. They, you, they don't work here. Mm. Unless y'all got W-2s and you're signing tax returns, you might want to let them go. And they go. were like, oh, shoot, yeah, they're free. Let them go. Let <laughs> them go. <laughs> we'll, we'll let them go. Uncle Sam wants what? No, oh. they're free. I don't know who they are. <laughs> and so June 19th, this is the day that, that slaves were actually freed by mm. force by the, the Union soldiers. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting that this date in history, even though apart from September 22nd, 1862, this date actually did something for slaves. Yes. Um, we don't really talk about it. Like, it's yeah. so crazy to me that, th- and I'm just going to, just side note, isn't it just like our folks mm-hmm. to take June 19th and make it a cool word? And make like it cool. Juneteenth. It put some flavor on it. It just has the put coolness in there. the name of Juneteenth. the holiday. It's yeah, Juneteenth. you can't say 4th July. 4th July. It doesn't work. You say July 4th, but it's the same thing. It's, yeah. And it sounds Juneteenth. just a square. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. But, so what you, were, what you started to say before Sorry. you gave us that little cool I nugget. I had to just throw to, the coolness in. <laughs> um, <laughs> Juneteenth was not taught in my elementary, my middle, or my high school. I learned nothing about Juneteenth until I got to college, and I had to look it up myself. There was, a, there was a celebration, a Juneteenth celebration, and all I knew about it was there were people out like going to this celebration. If you wanted to be seen, you got dressed up, you went to Juneteenth parade. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was normally food there. There was like a, a just like music and mm-hmm. it was like a good time, but I didn't know why I was like, okay, apparently in June, I thought mm-hmm. like it was a summer festival. Was, truthfully, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, it's like summer thing, like a summer fest or no idea what Juneteenth was at all. Yeah. Same. And we were in uh, serving a small community and we asked, we're like, Hey, does anybody here know what Juneteenth is like? Like you can audibly hear crickets in the background. Like, <laughs> like Juneteenth, isn't that? June, <laughs> Hoping you'll forget. That June tenth? Did you say June tenth? That's the it's the tenth. Like of what June. date are you saying? Like, like no Juneteenth, the holiday. And so, um, what Juneteenth is, is the formal celebration of the freeing of the slaves here in the United States. Mm. And what's misunderstood about Juneteenth. The reason people, or I don't know if you feel this way, but one of the arguments I heard is, don't we already have a day of freedom? Isn't the 4th of July the day of freedom? Ah, oh, this is so good. This is so rich. This is, this is one of my favorites. The 4th of July being misunderstood as the day that the slaves were set free. Or just the day of freedom. It's day the of freedom. celebration it's freedom of freedom. Day. Yeah. So that's what we're talking it's like, it's like a, or understanding that 4th of July is like a combination. Like you can just kind of tack on any independence or any um, victory battle yeah. into 4th of July when really, if you know 4th of July, if you understanding, if you're, if you're understanding of, if you understanding, sorry, uh, she gets me all the time. Every now and again, I got to get her. I just had to eat that one. <laughs> um, if you're not understanding, there we go. I, I fixed it. it. You I fixed it. it. You in there, you in there, Doc. <laughs> that the 4th of July actually has to do with the independence of the United States from a whole other part of the world. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully you learned that in school. Oh, yeah. Um, guaranteed you learned about the 4th of July. I mean, you, you probably learned about Columbus Day, too. Guaranteed. We don't celebrate that anymore. Um, but there's that misunderstanding. But mm-hmm. then there's also people completely being oblivious to, because we don't teach this in school. Yeah. Um, we, and we didn't learn this in school, just side note. 
um, but not realizing that um, Abraham Lincoln's um, Emancipation Proclamation, because he's the one that delivered mm-hmm. it was actually just a political strategy. It has nothing to oh, do yeah. like Emancipation Day or Emancipation Proclamation Day is not something that he was like, you know what I want to do? I want to do right by the Africans that we kidnapped, raped, and enslaved. For gen- I want to do right by them. No, he actually, if he could have avoided a war, yeah. and, and th- there's documentation of him actually saying, if I, if I could avoid a war and keep, and, slavery. And keep slavery going, I would, but here's the thing what are you gonna do i gotta win this election y'all i gotta do something well, so in oh honest abe's defense um there's also documentation of him saying how much he he felt bad for the plight yes. of of the african slaves right yes how he his heart went out to them he wanted to do something mm-hmm. but he was also a politician and he also knew that he couldn't just go and be like yeah y'all let him go mm-hmm. um and so when he had no other option but understanding that freeing the slaves was a good political move because who's going to vote for the person who's not going to vote for the person that freed them. Well, and also with the direction that the union was going, it's like, okay, we're, we're going to end slavery. We, like it's yeah, going to We're going to do this. We're going to win the war. We're definitely going to do this. Exactly. Yeah. And so like as, as much as old Abe did his thing, right. Um, it wasn't that great. The emancipation proclamation wasn't that great. And on yeah. July 4th, uh, when in 1776, there were still slaves. Yes. Um, lots of them. And plenty yes. more came after that. Mm-hmm. And so in the 4th of July, though it is awesome that the United States exists and we are so blessed to be a part of a, um, a nation that we can celebrate God openly, that we can have all these rights, right? That's great. Um, July 4th, the people that look like us were still in bondage. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why Juneteenth is such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Because and, it, it yeah. took from 1776 to 1865 before all people were free. And, and even then- yeah. Sorry, even then, and off. no, I'm saying like, even then, even after Juneteenth, even though we look at Juneteenth, um, the African American community generally understands Juneteenth is that that's the day that yeah. we turn up, like we were finally free. Even after that, there were still slaves in America. You don't believe this? Check it out. So Google it because you you gonna find it for yourself. Give it a Google. Give it is worth a Google. 1963. Y'all, this a we're not century, making this up. A century. After the Civil War, like during that's the Civil Rights years, Movement, that's hundred years. That's one hundred years during the Civil Rights Movement. There were still slaves, and why you you ask? How is this possible? How could this possibly be in America? That's how I would ask it. How? What do you? In that what way. Do you, what in tarnation? With that arm as well, I would do that. That's me. <laughs> well, think about it. If you have a generation of people who don't know how to read, and they have no resources whatsoever. They can't just like get in their car and drive. Oh, I'm free. Sweet. I'm getting the bends. I'm driving out <laughs> later master. I mean, whoever you are, you have people who are now subject to you and mm-hmm. relying on you. Yeah. And if you've grown up in that culture, that's like, well, it's slavery. It's not that big of a deal guys. Like, come on. Yeah. You've inherited this property from your family and now it's your responsibility to care for them. So even in the shifting of the culture, mm-hmm. you have, black people in America who were still considered property illegally. It was illegal. It wasn't like there was anything protecting their owners, but they were able to keep these people in their possession till 1963. Generations of people were still kept for a hundred years. And then there was also um, one of the the factors that added into this existing is that y'all, a lot of the U S is still very, very rural. Yes. Very rural. Yes. And so there were areas of the U.S. that were so rural that the news, people just forgot, like, why would I go off to, you know, 
Timbuktu, Missouri, and tell them, like, don't nobody care about that town? Mm -hmm. And so people in that town, they would hear, the people that could read would hear from the paper, and they're like, yeah, I'm just not going to tell nobody. Well, or even, <laughs> I'm like, this to even what we see today, and I'm, and we love small communities. We were lived in rural communities for a long time. There's nothing, we have nothing but love. Nothing but, but. one of the things we experienced, and it is true, of oftentimes isolated communities, is I do what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. You know, they have their Rugged little laws. Individualism is how there you we say go. It. That's what we call it. And there's there's some things about that that are really good. Mm -hmm. But when you're talking about enslaving an entire people group, that's one of those things that's not good kind to have that viewpoint. Like, I do what I want. I'm gonna keep my slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Till 1963, and then, and honestly, folks, I would not even be surprised. I wouldn't. Not in 2021. I would not be surprised. If somewhere deep in the, I don't know, backwoods of somewhere, I don't want to isolate any one group of people. There are people who truly still have the understanding of like, well, no, I, I, they're mine. Well, and, and they belong. And this we're is speaking how it is. separate from like the, the sex traffic slavery that happens. Yes. No, I'm talking like, about chattel slavery. Yeah. Chattel slavery that has, is a continuation. Yes. From the slavery that was the foundation of these United States. Yes. Um, and so it's important for us to, to celebrate. Juneteenth, because uh, we don't, as a people, black people don't have a celebration apart from Juneteenth mm -hmm. that we can look at and be like, hey, this is when we can like point back to our culture where we mm -hmm. can we can truly celebrate what it means to be uniquely African-American. Mm -hmm. um, this is this is something it's a touchstone of our community. And what's crazy is it's not even like discussed like in Texas, it's big. Um, but when you get outside, in yeah, you get outside of Texas, it, like the further the radius gets, mm -hmm. unless you're in certain cultural hubs, Atlanta, um, LA, like, and even LA, I remember being out in California, we didn't hear a ton about it. Um, unless you're in those cultural hubs, you, you don't know. Yeah. And so like, it's so important for us to, to spread the word, spread awareness about Juneteenth because it's necessary for us to have this celebration. Mm. It's necessary for us, especially in this, uh, past years political and racial climate mm. to be like hey it's okay to celebrate the ending of this travesty yeah right because we want to celebrate the ending of that we yeah. want to celebrate the ending of all the bad stuff that happened during uh, sanctioned slavery yeah and it's, it's also important because even though we look at that and we say juneteenth is so significant and it's worth celebrating we understand it's not the capstone that even in that it's like well that Goodness, there's so many other things we can point to systemically. Yeah, that there's was so like many, starting point. Yeah, there's so many other institutions that have been like the school to prison pipeline, mm -hmm. um, which is a whole other episode in and of itself. Yeah. There's so many other things that we can point to and say, oh, it's not really truly over. Yeah. Like, it's not like, yeah, we, we have freedom in that. Mm -hmm. That We're not. Oh, my goodness. I'm so thankful that I don't live on a plantation and have to worry about my master coming out to beat me or take my children and sell. Like, I'm Amen. so thankful yeah. that I don't have to worry about that um, because my master is not of this world, mm -hmm. but at the same time, we celebrate this so much. I think now mm -hmm. in our family, we're, we, we cling to this so much because there are so many other things that constantly and consistently remind us that, yeah, I mean, yeah, your slavery is over, but at the same time, you're not equal. Yeah. And this is one of the reasons too, I think that this generation of youth, if we look at, um, what is it like, uh, what is it called? Gen Z, mm -hmm. the, the zoomers, we're calling them the zoomers that's so, why i'm doing this i just want to pause for just a quick second i think you're <laughs> leaning into boomer zone because you're refusing oh, no. you're refusing to remember no, the name of this and like they're gen z i don't understand like but they have other names my don't mom they? my mom used to refuse <laughs> to say people's names right sometimes it's so funny they're like what's her name chuck mom 
his name is Thomas. Okay, whatever. Timothy, whatever his name is. You just called me old. No, I'm just I'm saying you're leaning. You're leaning on that Call line. Call me a boomer. I, you're leaning on the Which line. Which is the greatest generation. No, the greatest generation is the greatest generation. The boomers are the baby boomers. Okay. They came after that. Okay, my bad. Anyway, go ahead. Anyhow. This generation. This important. generation of youth. I think one of the reasons they cling so much and have clung to um, Black Lives Matter, um, the movement and the statement, mm-hmm. uh, I think the reason they cling to wanting to see justice. Yeah is because they have not been taught about the freedom that we have been given. They, they haven't been yeah. taught about the full history and to understand, hey, look, yes, this is awful and this injustice needs to be dealt with. But do you know what we went through and do you know what was, what was really purchased for us? Yeah. Um, and I think that, like, that helps me to understand, like, wow, like, I feel outraged at times. I feel like I feel it Definitely, too. Yeah. Because we do, con- again, constantly get reminded, like, you're still not part of this. Yeah. Um, even though you were forced to be part of it. Yeah. I, I see, like, I have more compassion though, seeing like, oh, well, if you weren't taught about this, then the only thing you have to cling to is fighting and striving and clawing for any shred of significance in this. Yeah. That's so good. And I think for, for a young black and people of color in general, but especially young African-Americans, it's important for them to know what this history means for us as a people. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I learned in uh, pastoral ministry was um, you can tell a people, you can tell the, the culture of a people group um, by what they celebrate. Mm-hmm. And I think if like, so just in context in a small church setting, the things that you celebrate are things that matter to you. So if you're celebrating birthdays, you, those people matter. You guys get it. Um, and so when we don't celebrate Juneteenth, mm-hmm. that also says something about our nation. It says that's something that we, that doesn't matter to us. Mm-hmm. The ending of slavery didn't matter. Because I would guarantee that a good percentage of the people listening didn't know about September 22nd as the day of the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, and a good percentage don't know about Juneteenth. And why is that? When we're taught from kindergarten about mm-hmm. Columbus Day, which is a terrible holiday. We're taught um, about the 4th of July, which is awesome. But at the same time, we're celebrating these other things. And that shows us that that forms us as a people. It's a type yeah. of liturgy that we live into. Um, but if we're not celebrating Juneteenth and it shows mm-hmm. that the, the battle for independence of black people in this nation doesn't really matter. Yeah. And so you want to celebrate. If you just ignored someone's birthday, there's no way you can convince them that you cared about them. Now, I'm not saying you forgot. I'm saying you knew and you ignored it. Yeah. So if, if you, I mean, sorry, not forgot. If I'm not saying if you didn't know their birthday, mm. right? If you didn't know their birthday, then of course. Yeah, it's different. But if you know someone's birthday, got on your calendar and then you choose to be like, yeah, whatever. Like you can't convince that person that you care about them. Mm. And so this commemoration of June 19th is a way that you can show people, um, especially people of color, especially black people in this country, that you care about the struggle, that you care about the things their ancestors went through and that you, mm. you see them and that um, this is a part of our culture as Americans that matters. Yeah. And one thing as, as Christians, so mm-hmm. bringing it down, like, I guess like parsing it down into um, practically practicality for the Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we can do, and it's, it's because the Bible has so many instances of slavery that yeah. it's easy to be like, Oh, okay. The word slavery, I get it. It's just like, but I want to encourage you. And I guess kind of maybe warn you or educate you in this moment that the slavery of scripture is not equal to the slavery of the African American, excuse me, of Africans um, there, there are things about it that are similar, mm-hmm. but when we can kind of, I guess, simplify it 
in our minds that like, what's the big deal? Like it's just slavery. And it says in the Bible, everybody's gone. Every um, people group have gone through it. Right. It, it really, again, it diminishes that connection that we can have with people. It makes it really hard to witness to them. It makes it really hard. I don't want to hear sure. the gospel from somebody who's going to tell me that what my ancestors went through really wasn't that big of a deal. Um, yeah, I had a a moment. (laughs) Oh, and I I have, I have heard the gospel from somebody who said that it's weird. (laughs) I didn't want to listen. I, uh, you know what? I'm going to share this with the inner circle, so I'll save it. I'll say there's something I'm going to share. Now I want to know. Good thing I'm in the inner circle. Uh (laughs) So let's continue with practicality. So um, if you don't know anything about Juneteenth, aside from what we just shared with you, practically educate yourself. It is not anyone else's responsibility. We'll say it. We'll say it. We'll say it again. I'm getting tired of saying it, but I'm going to say it again. No, I'm going to keep on saying it. Sing it from the mountains. It's not anyone else's responsibility to educate you. Like once you find out about something or you hear about something, you can't just sit back and in ignorance as an excuse. You educate yourself about Juneteenth. Educate yourself about the history of slavery in our country. Educate yourself about race relations in the U.S. And now I know it's ugly. I know it's painful. I know it's it's frustrating. But don't take anyone's word on what slavery was. Don't just be like, well, you know what? It's I've never been taught it was that bad. So. You know, in, in my history book in seventh grade, they called them workers. So it can't be that bad. Like educate yourself yeah, and figure out what the, the true issue is so that you can understand a little bit more of what people are going through. Yeah. And I would go a little bit deeper. Our dog is, what is he doing? Excuse He's me? just, excuse me, dog. Jingle jangling. Doing? Quit jingle jangling over there. So if you hear the jingle jangle, um, that's our that's dog. That's our dog. He's just real life. Um, <laughs> I will, I'll take it a little bit further. Okay. Do it. I'm going to say to our non- people of color, Mm -hmm. friends, white people. Mm -hmm. It is not black people's responsibility to educate you. I mean. And it's not, and again, and I will also say, do not go and find the one black person that verifies and validates how you feel. Don't be popcorn versing for black people. Oh my god! Don't go and find the ones that, you know what? (laughs) That's such a thing. I just, but what about, and then you hold up, I'm not even going to say her name because I'm not even going to give her that credit. I'm going to hold up the one poster child that I have for my There's about three or four. Yeah, but there's one female that y'all know about. Y'all know. Don't, please don't, because that's not educating yourself. All that is, is putting yourself deeper in the echo chamber. Come on. You get mad when people do it with the Bible. Mm -hmm. So please don't do it with human beings as well. Okay? Beings. So. That's good. Also, the Bible tells us, (laughs) I'm just going to throw out another Bible verse for you. You can. I'm I'm going to popcorn this one. I'm going to popcorn this verse, but there's actual reason for it. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mm -hmm. Celebrate with those who rejoice. You don't have to understand why. If you can mourn with those who mourn, maybe you can't, and that's the problem. Then you need to celebrate with those who celebrate. Rejoice. Find, find the, the gospel center of something that you see happening. Like, oh, you yeah. know what? This is God's people celebrate freedom. They celebrated freedom from slavery in, in Egypt. Okay, so like I, I, if I can be glad that that happened, then maybe I need to turn away from my flesh and turn away from my pride and try to celebrate with my brothers and sisters of color. That's so good. And then one, uh, one final practicality that you can uh, lean into attend a Juneteenth celebration. Yes. Um, And depending on where you live, you may have to travel a little bit, um, but look up where one is. Um, If you can't get to one, watch one live on YouTube Mm -hmm. because a lot of churches, a lot of um, HBCUs, um, a lot of people that, that celebrate Juneteenth will live stream it. Yeah. And so look and see a couple years ago. No, was it last year? We did one. We live streamed we it. We did one. Yep. We live streamed it. And so. Um, in Plainville, Kansas. Yes, we did. And, and we so, had people attend. So look in up person. where one is and try to attend in person. If not, watch one, stream one. Um, just take part in some way, shape or form. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think this is going to be good for you. I think <laughs> you're going to enjoy it. It's a good one. I think you're going to have fun. You're going to look back and you'll be like, I'm glad I did that. That's I'm glad right. that I went to that Juneteenth celebration and Thank you, Nick something. Smith Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I got value from what you said. Oh my goodness. Well, we are going to go a little bit deeper with our inner circle yes, after this are. episode. So if you would like to be a part of that, if you would like to get in on that extra content, including uh, the EP that was released to them last year, right? Yeah. And an upcoming revised edition of the EP coming out that's coming out this summer um you need to go ahead and go to patreon.com slash nick smith podcast you can join for as little as two dollars a month Mm -hmm. we have um listeners all over the world we do but we have patreon supporters all over the country and one outside of the country which is amazing i'm still like reeling over that god is good so yes this has been the nick smith podcast we hope you've gotten a dose of real life no myth be Be blessed. blessed Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.